Welcome to today's episode of Horizon Radio. You know, you can come to work in a, in a correctional setting and you know that they're, they're prisoners. Yes, there's bad people in there. There's murderers, but you know they're in there. You could be at Walmart and you could have a serial murder standing right behind you and you don't know it. How does someone go from presidential security to correctional health care? That's part of Clayton Wheat's story. Clayton is a correctional nurse specialist working with Corazon's clinical team to help improve patient care throughout Corazon's facilities. His career journey is an inspiration to anyone interested in writing the next chapter in their life. Welcome to Corazon Radio. Today I have Clayton Wheat, Correctional Nurse Specialist, joining us. Clayton, thanks for being a part of our show. Hi, no problem. Thank you for having me. Let's kick off our episode by getting an elevator speech of your career path. Sure. I started off, kind of really started off before in the military. Um, I was in the military for about nine years. Uh, my last duty station was Andrews Air Force Base. Um, I was working uh, presidential protection. Um, I actually had the opportunity to protect uh, President Bush and President Clinton. Uh, during that time, the last year or so, I was entering nursing school, getting my general credits and stuff out of the way. And I had worked as a, as a paramedic in around the Maryland area, um, right outside of DC for a little while. Once I got out of the military, I finished my nursing degree in, in Plattsburgh, which is uh, upstate New York. Uh, worked in cardiac cath labs uh, up there. I just love the, the cardiac area. So that's kind of where my specialty laid and that's where I like to go. Moved down to Birmingham, Alabama, which is where I currently live. Uh, worked at the University of Alabama UAB Cardiac Heart and Vascular Center for about three years, three, four years. Worked in the electrophysiology area, worked in cardiac cath labs. I uh, had the opportunity to learn a tremendous amount, and there are a lot of great doctors uh, that worked in that area. About 2008, 2009, my, my dad um, got sick. He lived in uh, Arizona, so I, the only way I could really travel and, and be with him was to, to take a travel assignment, travel nurse. So I started traveling in cardiac cath labs about around 2008, I guess, 2009. Really enjoyed that. So I worked in a number of states around the country, probably seven or eight different states in cardiac cath labs, learned a tremendous amount uh, working with physicians around the, the country doing that. Uh, about 2010, I came back to Birmingham to kind of settle down. I have four children. They started, you know, sports and school and everything. So I wanted to be a little bit closer to home. Uh, so, you know, one day I was looking online and I was going through the job sites and saw you know, a, a position for charge nurse at uh, St. Clair Correctional Facility. So it was a, I, th I believe it was a Monday through Friday job. And it was something that I was really looking forward to. I've worked a lot of weekends on call a lot. So I wanted something that was, again, like a Monday through Friday, just so I could be at home, be with my kids a little bit more. So I put in my resume and made the phone call. And Nancy James, who is still with the company, she called me back and we had a good uh, conversation about everything and she was looking over my resume and said that she thought you know I'd be a great fit for uh, St. Clair so she hooked me up with the administrator up there they called me back right away <laughs> probably within about an hour or two and you know said well when can you come up and interview I said well you know I can come up in the next couple days or so so I set up an interview went up there 
you know, went through the whole process, went through the, the jail cells and, you know, that closed behind you and everything. And it's wasn't a big deal. I wasn't I correctional setting doesn't really bother me that much. So um, went into her office and, you know, went through the interview and went great. Um, at the end of the interview, she said, well, how would you like to be? She said, I, I don't feel like you'd be a great fit for a charge nurse, but I feel like you'd be a really great fit for our our director of nursing position. We have a director of nursing position open. And I was like, kind of took me back a little bit because it was a management position and that's not really what I was there for. But apparently when she looked over my qualifications and my experience and she thought that I would be a great fit to, to come work there. So really that's where I had started was St. Clair. I think I started work there about three weeks later. They had me, once she offered me the job, I, I spoke to another person in the company, you know, right away. And I think within two weeks I started in the correctional facility. It's funny that you mentioned Nancy James, because as you said, she still works here. And I wanted to ask you, how did she describe the correctional setting to you? <laughs> she, I think she lied a little bit. She said it was such an exciting place. No, no, um, she, she, did, <laughs> she, she explained it very well. She, you know, she said, it's not for some people. It's just something that you would have to go up there and experience for yourself. Mm -hmm. um, she was, you know, very straightforward. Um, you know, she did say that because of my military background and stuff that it would probably be, you know, a pretty good fit. It's not going to be, you know, out of the ordinary or anything for you. You know, she just described it. As, it, it, it is exciting. It's it's a full it, it's not like a, a hospital setting. You can get you can get a trauma at any time and or, you know, you have a chronic care setting that you're seeing, you know, a diabetic patient. And so she kind of described it as an overall patient care area that you can you know, have any type of experience really across the board on any given day. So that sounded interesting to me when I, when I heard that, cause I always like, you know, coming from the military and coming from um, an ER and, and cardiac cath and stuff background, I always still like that adrenaline type stuff. So that was interesting to me. So it, it, it kind of piqued my curiosity. So when I went up there, you know, I, the manager up there explained a little bit more, but she, she pretty much um, nailed it on the head. I think she's been in the, the profession long enough. She has a really good idea um, about what the nurses and managers go through on a day-to-day -day basis. Absolutely. How would you describe or really compare your military experience to the correctional experience? Well, the thing I would, I, I guess the best way I would, I would compare it as, the correctional settings, at least maybe not the medical, but the, the operations portions of a correctional setting is sort of a paramilitary type unit as far as the way they're structured with the, their chain of command with the wardens, the captains, the sergeants, all the way down to the uniformed officers. So that was comfortable for me. I'm comfortable in a chain of command type setting. Mm -hmm. uh, you know who's in charge. You know you have to go to... So as I started my career as, as the director of nursing, it wasn't hard for me to communicate with the wardens and, and the captains and kind of knowing in the chain of command who I needed to go to to get things accomplished. And then in the medical part, it, really in the medical part, it's not too different as a unit would be in a hospital. Um, and so I was used to working with uh, on units and stuff like that, cardiac cath lab, everything's kind of set up the same way with the director of nursing, charge nurses and that kind of stuff. Um, so I can kind of compare those two. The, 
the military portion of it again that more goes to the to the correctional officer setting um, but that helped me again just to be able to communicate in that chain of command and kind of know who I had to go to to get things accomplished. I'm sure that you'd probably experienced some hurdles along the way. How did you overcome those? Yeah, the I think the first hurdle I had was actually getting my staff on board to to believe that I was there to help them out and not just there for um, I don't know the I, I guess just to have a, a place as a job. Uh, at, when I first came in, it felt like all the staff would just stare at me and kind of like, well, let's see what he's going to do next. Or, <laughs> you know, like, you know, how long is he going to be here for? They actually had a pool going for how long I would stay. And I think the longest period that I had in the pool was maybe six months and the shortest was like two weeks. Wow. So I ended up, I ended up being there for almost five years. But um, the, the thing with, I guess the, the biggest hurdle that I had to overcome with that was was showing the staff that I was there really for them and being consistent. Um, you know, you always hear of some managers having favorites or, you know, they just sit behind a closed door and they really don't know what's going on, you know, in the, in the unit. So that was my biggest challenge really was not knowing anything about the correctional industry as a manager. Mm -hmm. A lot of DONs and a lot of your managers kind of start off as a staff nurse and then they you know, they know a little bit about the correctional setting and then they be, you know, they, they go up the climb the ladder and go up and become your DONs and HSAs. I didn't have that opportunity. So I just came in as directly as a director of nursing. So I slowly kind of went through all the areas, worked with all the, the staff there, actually worked on the floors, worked in the units, did fill passes just like they did and got to know them and was just consistent with them throughout the, throughout the year. So I think after after about a year, they finally saw that I was there to actually help them after I did a few things in the unit that they knew that I was I was going to I was there to help them and not just not just come in and shut my door. It sounds like you made a connection with your team by being willing to work with them on the floor. Like you said, you did the pill pass and uh, pro probably did some day to day activities with them. Did you get positive feedback from your team as you did that? Oh yeah, absolutely. There's there are many times that that they had said, well, we had you know our previous DONs, they would never come out here and do that, or they would never, you know, come out of their office or spend a day with us doing our jobs to see how we you know to see how we would do it. Um, and you know, and every manager is different. I'm not saying that you know my way is the best way to approach it. That's just the way I knew how to do it, and that's I guess that is coming from my military experience mm -hmm. too. Is you know having having had subordinates and stuff in the military is important to know what their jobs were. You can't really tell somebody how to do their job unless you know what their job entails. Exactly. And I think what I did instead of going in there and telling people how to do their jobs, I asked them, how can you do your job better? What can I do for you to help you do your job better? Um, I mean, just one small example, we had a, a program called bioreference. I think a lot, I think we still use it a lot, but there was, um, it, it helps us get our labs and, you know, patients come in, they get their bloods drawn and we could see what their, their lab results and stuff were. Um, we had one person that had access to it that had the username and password. And if anybody knows working in a hospital setting, everybody has access to patient labs and that kind of stuff at their fingertips. And I said, well, why don't we have that? That's just something simple that 
if you're a chronic care nurse or a sick call nurse that you should have, you should be able to just look up anytime that you needed to. And they said, well, yeah. I said, well, let's fix it. So that was one of the first things I did for them, probably within the first two or three weeks that I worked there was, you know, talked to the manager by reference and said, can we just get like a, a whole site username and password so everybody can look on just to look on and get labs? They said, well, sure, that's not a problem. So I guess it's just simple things like that when you start talking to the employees and, and see what they do on a day-to-day basis and start to break down some of the barriers um, that they deal with, that kind of gives you a little bit more, I guess, a little bit more equity in your bank to, to show that you have a little bit more buy-in to what they're doing and, and to make the whole process easier for them. It sounds like you are a great resource for your team. Were there any resources that helped you along the way as you were trying to understand the correctional arena? Actually, there were. I had I had some really great supervisors um, here in Alabama. There there are some supervisors that I guess there's two way of thinking. They they kind of let you go and and see what you can do, and then there's some that are there that are calling you every day that are, you know, coming to your place every, you know, two or three days, making sure that you have what you need coming up and, and going through policies and procedures with you and, um, and actually seeking out opportunities for you to, to go to, to, to put more tools in your toolbox as a manager. And I had that here in Alabama. I had a great support um, system um, in Alabama and, and as well as at the corporate area, you know, that's uh, the big thing is, is just to get to know everybody on the team so you know who you can call and, and depend on. Um, I think that's a lot of our challenges now is people, our, our managers don't know how, not necessarily don't know how, but um, they don't really know who to turn to when they have some issues. Um, and they just, they try to figure things out themselves. And sometimes it works, and, but there's so much, our corporate and our regional staff, there's so many people out there that have so much experience um, and so much knowledge in this industry that it's, sometimes it's just, it's a matter of, you know, dropping your pride a little bit and just calling somebody up and saying, hey, I've got this issue I can't figure out and I, I need some help. And it may not be in your contract. You know, we have a number of state contracts and a number of jails just because, you know, you can't figure out something to do in one state doesn't mean another state hasn't been doing that for years and might be able to help you out. So it's just a matter of networking and seeing what everybody else is doing out there. How would you recommend that somebody network that is new to Horizon and maybe doesn't know where to start? Um, well, I get, the first thing I would do is, of course, talk to with your supervisor. Um, if you're managers and you're a DON and an HSA, uh, your regional director of nursing or your director of operations are always a good point to turn to. Um, ourselves, our nursing administration team, nursing services team, that's that's headed by our chief nursing officer, Becky Penny. We're here for the sites and we're here for for support. And, you know, we like to relay that. We, we go out to the sites quite a bit. We're out, you know, on a monthly basis. And, you know, so hopefully they know that they can turn to us if there's if there's a, a problem or an issue that we can help them with not saying that i can solve all your problems but <laughs> i can probably guarantee you that i know somebody that that has either gone through it before or has a very good idea of what we can do to to start to solve those issues absolutely 
A lot of people think that working in our corrections healthcare arena is dangerous. Do you have any examples or stories about how that's not true, how you can debunk that myth? I mean, from working in in a site for for so many years myself and and going into other sites across the country, uh, you know, you just, if you've never worked in the facility before, you just think that, well, you're surrounded by all these criminals and these felons and these murderers, and uh, you just feel like, oh my gosh, it just it's wouldn't be a safe place to work. It's it's kind of the opposite, you know. You know you're there. They know you're there to help them. Um, I've I've been in the industry now for since 2011, and I've never had an issue with any of the inmates. I've never really heard of an inmate on medical staff assault. There, there are accidents, of course, that, that happen when anybody's injured, um, but not on a purposeful way. I mean, I had one lady, um, actually one of my first managers, you know, she told me a, kind of a story that, that relates to that. She, you know, you can come to work in a, in a correctional setting and you know that they're, they're prisoners. Yes, there's bad people in there, there's murderers, but you know they're in there. You could be at Walmart and you could have a serial murder standing right behind you and you don't know it. Not saying that you can't, that you shouldn't be aware of your surroundings at all time. Um, you should be, you know, you should do that working in a hospital. You just don't, you know, you don't know what people are gonna do, but working in a correctional setting is no different really than, than working in a hospital setting. You still have to know your surroundings. Um, you still have to be careful of what you say. Um, you wanna be firm, fair, and consistent with everybody that's one of the big things in in the in the prison um you cannot treat somebody differently than you treat somebody else so if you're going to give somebody a band-aid for a cut you better be willing to give the other 50 people that come up a band-aid so you can't treat anybody really differently you have to be firm fair and consistent and you know there are some inmates that grind on nerves but you know what that's there are patients that do that in the hospital too so um, again, just being firm, fair, and consistent. And again, I just, I have not had any issues with our patients in the, in the correctional settings. I've had more issues with patients in the hospital settings getting violent than I have in the correctional setting. Perfect. I appreciate you sharing that. I know that that's definitely a common myth and theme that we are asked about a lot. So I appreciate you shedding some light on that. And I wanted to ask you about your team. It seems that you guys have been working a lot um, with some new projects. Would you be willing to share anything that your team's been working on with us today? Yeah, sure. Um, one of the actually one of the big products or big projects that we've been working on for the past I don't know it's been three years now is core process. I'm sure everybody listening to the podcast if they're in from Horizon they they've heard the word core process. Um, core process isn't isn't anything new to uh, corrections. Uh, it's it's something that we um, have put down as a nursing services team. Um, people that have been in this industry for 20 or 30 years just putting their knowledge down in, onto a piece of paper, something that we've always done on a day-to-day -day basis, but now we kind of have a roadmap for all the sites to look at, to have a reference to in case there is something that they're having problems with, with their with chronic care, with sick call. Um, if there's you know, issues in those processes, they have now a resource that they can kind of turn to and and read through it and say, well, I am missing this in here and be able to put that into their processes. So 
so they are within you know within standards they are um, within the standards that we look for in horizon within in the patient um, healthcare setting uh, again going back to kind of that networking our nursing services team that's what we're here to provide especially with the core processes you know we love to go out to sites and, and kind of look at how everybody's processes are going and, and help them improve their process some of them don't need to be some of the stuff that they've been doing for years and years and they've got it down pat in fact we learn I probably learned a whole lot more from going to to the sites than what I've learned actually managing a site. It's great to go to the different sites around the country um, and see how and see how their processes work. Even though, again, kind of the the end game is the same, it's sometimes it's just different on how they do things, how they work with security, how they work with the patients, um, and we're able to take that knowledge and kind of help other um, contracts and sites out as well. So that's. Again, kind of with the networking piece, it's always good to have those people kind of in your back pocket and know who to turn to in case there's any issues. Absolutely. And I know as we've been speaking, you mentioned that your career in the military has really helped you understand more about our environment and how to handle our patients. Um, what other unique skills do you have that you feel have helped you become successful outside of your military background? I think... I think one big thing I guess would say is was my skill would actually be my listening skills <laughs> um, and I like to I don't like to go like, like again as a director of nursing I didn't go in there and just start shouting orders and saying this is not how it's supposed to be I, I really sat back for a good probably four or five six months and just kind of listened to everybody's I don't want to say complaints but just how they did things there how different it was listening to their challenges, uh, listening to their perception of how to do their job and how to do their job better. So that's, that's kind of what I take when I try to go into these other sites. I don't, I don't go in and look at a problem and say, well, this is how you should do it. Um, I try to go in and listen to the staff and, and see what their challenges are first, because you're never going to be able to, to go into a place and, and just change it without knowing what their challenges are on a day-to-day -day basis so absolutely um i i, I want to say i have some pretty good listening skills i'm sure there's some people out there that would probably disagree with me but uh, <laughs> uh but that's what i like to do i like to go in and i like to talk to the staff and i like to listen to their challenge and, and then try to incorporate their challenges and issues into the the solution to the problems uh you know that's one big thing is is getting buy-in from the staff so you know, if we can go in and really listen to the staff, you know, that sometimes it's it's just a perception of a staff member. That's something that we can't change. But if they know that up front and we're we're honest with them, then, you know, they're they handle that a little bit better. If there's something that we can honestly change, then that's great. Um, so I think listening to the staff is, is super important and being able to incorporate what their challenges are and what their issues are into the problem to help kind of get them buy in. I think that's really interesting that you said listening, and I really was truly intrigued by that because usually I hear that people lean on their leadership skills or maybe connections that they have, but I think that your point of view is really humbling to say that you wanted to go in and hear how you could fix things, not just go in and fix what you thought needed to be done. So that's amazing. Thank you, Clayton, for sharing that. And just wanted to wrap up and tell you that really enjoyed all of your insight. And I think that your career path is super interesting. Definitely not something that we've heard a lot, especially starting from uh, military and then starting uh, traveling as well to get to where you are. 
Um, just wanted to close and ask you, um, with your current position um, compared to the DON, the director of nursing position you had, what are just some similarities or differences from those two positions? Sure. I think that the similarities really are going back to, you know, looking at your policies and procedures, going back to those core processes, um, putting those policies and procedures and those core processes into actions at your site. Um, I do that a lot now as a as a correctional nurse specialist, you know, going to the sites and helping and helping people, helping those managers and the, and the staff problem solve those areas uh, where it's a little different for me right now is I don't have anybody. I'm. I don't have any staff to supervise, which is, it's kind of good after a while. Um, <laughs> my my thing now is um, I, I do a lot of work from home and I also do a lot of uh, traveling. So that's a huge difference than sitting in an office or at a site for, you know, 8, 10, 12 hours a day. It's, it's it, it takes a little getting used to working from a home environment, from a home office and being, I guess, efficient in your time. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it, when you when you work at a site, you have you're at the site, and you have so many objects to do or objectives to to do by the end of the day. Sometimes when I'm working from home, I kind of get I don't want to say lackadaisical, <laughs> but there there could be sometimes that um, that I say, well, I could put this off until tomorrow. Or, sure, yeah, because it's I, not I right in front I, of you. I pro, yeah, I think I procrastinate a little bit more um, working from home. Than I do when I was actually working in an office because again you go into an office you have a set amount of time that you're going to be there you know you have these objectives to get done or these meetings to get done um, which is not to say that I, I you know I don't work I don't work from home but it's just it's a little different concept um, mm -hmm. for me so I've had to get used to that over over the past um, couple of years working on this team now when I, I love traveling and I love going to the sites I love going and working with uh, the regional managers and the site managers and the site staff. Um, I miss that as as working from a site. I've always liked uh, working with staff. I always found it, that's where I, I got my motivation from, I guess, was working with the staff on problems and issues and, and finally coming up with a good solution and putting those, those solutions to work. And when they actually work, that's where you get more, more motivation. Like, okay, what else can I fix? You Definitely. Know, what else is broken around here? And yeah. So I, I still get that motivation when I go to the sites. And so I do like to travel a lot and, and hit the sites. But it's definitely different than, than actually working in a site. So For sure. Clayton, thank you again for your time. And we feel that your story is very interesting. And I'm sure our listeners feel the same way. And thank you for all your hard work for Cries and Health. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. For more information, visit horizonhealth.com.